welcome to the EQFit podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. What do you think of when I say the word personality? Many people think of personality as how somebody behaves. Others might think of someone's social skills. For the discussion today, I want to take this more into the realm of psychology. What are personality measures? Did you know that most of the assessments that are out there, whether it's for you personally as an individual, for your life, for your growth, for your health, whether it's for something in the workplace, pre-hire employment assessments or developmental assessments, whatever that may be, the vast majority of assessments out there are based on personality. There are so many different assessments measuring personality, and many have their own unique approach. They've tweaked it in ways that that stands out so that, honestly, I think a lot of it's marketing. Because when you really look at it, and let me read you a few of those, just so you know what I'm talking about. And you may have heard some of these. There's the DISC. A lot of people have heard of a DISC assessment. There's predictive index, there's culture index, there's Colby, there's Enneagram, uh, strength finders, and many, many more. Notice the words, notice the names. Predictive index. So trying to get an advantage in the marketplace around, hey, we can predict things with this. Or culture index, kind of putting out there the fact that or you're going to measure how somebody fits your culture. Colby, Enneagram, then strength finders. You know, very common words that are very powerful. Let's find your strengths and focus on those. Well, they're all promoted uh, to predict success. The problem is a lot of them promote themselves, the assessments, the people that use them, the people that give them are only certified in one assessment. Predictive index, culture index, Colby, Enneagram, strength finders. The problem with that is, and it kind of makes sense if you think about it, how do you get a holistic view of an individual by only looking through one lens? It doesn't make sense, does it? Now, having said that, Personality assessments, and all of these assessments are good assessments. Don't get me wrong. They are good assessments. But bottom line, there are not enough by themselves to help someone truly develop themselves and or to make employment decisions. You need a lot more than that. But it doesn't have to be complicated. Let's talk about that. So... There's so many different personality assessments, as we've talked about, that the noise that all of those make, it gets really difficult 
to know which one to choose and what insights you really need out of those assessments. Well, let me break that down today. I really want to get to what is this all about? How can I make it easier for you, whether you're an individual or whether you're a leader or you own an organization, doesn't matter. Let me try to simplify this, this whole personality assessment thing. Personality assessments are basically based on a four-quadrant model. What do I mean by that? Well, think of a circle that's, that's divided into four parts. So you have four slices of the pie, so to speak. Upper left, you would have dominance. Upper right, influence. Bottom right, you would have steadiness. Bottom left, you would have compliance. And every personality assessment out there is based on this four-quadrant model, which was originally developed by a guy named Marsden. And so why do we have all these different ones? Well, it's kind of the free marketplace, right? Um, But again, I want to state, if it's a good validated assessment, then it's well worth you checking it out. Without going into all of the psychometrics that tell you different things that give you insights into how personality is measured. I don't want to go into that kind of depth here. What I want to do is take it at a high level and just talk about what can you practically get out of a personality assessment that will be helpful to you, no matter what your role in life is, whether you're just an individual, maybe you're in school, Maybe you've heard about personality assessments. Uh, Maybe you've taken many of them over the years. Maybe you own an organization or you're a leader or you're a teammate or you're a salesperson. As I said, the role doesn't matter. What can we practically do with a personality assessment? Well, number one, it's got to be a good, validated assessment. Number two, an assessment itself is not enough. So, for instance, if you wanted to know about a certain thing that you didn't know much about, let's say aerospace. You wanted to know a lot of new things about aerospace, and somebody handed you this report with all kinds of data on it and said, good luck with that report. Hope it works for you. Well, Okay, you've got more information, but what do you do with that information? If you don't have an interpreter to help you understand how to make sense out of that information, it's nowhere near as valuable as if you did have a guide. So what I'm getting at is it's important when you think about these assessments to find somebody who is professionally certified assessment provider. There are lengthy assessment certification processes that I have had to go through and others like me have had to go through to be able to give these assessments and more importantly, to be able to understand them, what their practical uses are, what they can and cannot do, and how to interpret those 
and turn those into valuable insights for you. That's what an assessment professional who knows what they're doing can do for you. So we'll get off the sales pitch here and move on. Um, Some people have really strong personality traits, maybe one. Some people have two or three uh, that are kind of a mix together. Good personality assessments, as we've talked about, those who are highly validated will provide deep insight into a person's personality with great reports that provide clear insights and information. The reports that we use go beyond that. We can take a group of people and put together what's called a relationship report, where it is one person and their personality with another person and their personality, and it gives hints and tips and and guidance on how to best connect, communicate, and work with that other person. Think about that. If you had that kind of information on everybody you interact with, how much easier would it be to collaborate, to communicate, to get things done? So just a quick important note here. When exploring personality assessments, Ensure that you focus on the definitions of the terms in psychometric terms, not societal terms. And I laugh a little bit about this, and here's why. Dominance in society probably means something different than in a psychometric measure of personality. So usually, I know the assessments we use have a great glossary at the end with great definitions on all of these different terms. And I think that's important because if you want to get the best insights, really what I call actionable data, not just data for data's sake, but data you can take action on, this is the direction you need to go. So here's where I want to go with this today. Instead of trying to parse all the different versions of personality assessments, and I I have no idea how many there are. There there are many of them out there. I want to focus on what a good, validated personality assessment can do for you. And I'm going to talk about not only what they can do for you, but the value that they can bring to you. A few years ago, I had a group come to me and ask me to develop a curriculum piece on assessments for their membership. And so I did that, and I was excited to do that. That was back, I believe, in January of 2019. Not that that matters, but moving forward, this is what I had created as an appendix to describe personality assessments. The best use to identify individual personality factors fit to a specific role, enhance individual and team awareness for development, enhance communication and collaboration around greater understanding of styles and preferences. Bottom line, personality assessments are very valuable in enhancing communication, collaboration, measuring work style fit, for a specific position or role, enhancing teams, 
through a better understanding of work style preferences and preferred communication styles of team members and empowering leaders with the insight to lead each of their people individually because they're going to be different. Now, here's what I wrote for limitations of a personality assessment. No one assessment is the magic bullet. And these assessments are the most used and misused. These assessments do not measure ways in which an individual has created patterns to shore up gap areas they're aware of or known areas of challenges that they have. Strengths assessments alone are attractive as they appear to focus on the positive. However, the overemphasis of using strengths alone to solve problems and innovate creates a dynamic where people can become stuck and frustrated because their strengths are not enough. So limited data gives you limited insight. And that's why I say no one assessment, as good as the assessments are that I have selected to use with my clients, everything from personality to emotional intelligence, neuroscience, cognitive, um, behavioral competency, There are so many different categories of assessments that I'm certified in that I use to help gain the right insights so people can make their very best decisions, put the best plans in action and move forward. Um, It takes a lot of thought to do that and no one assessment is going to give you all of that. So with those pros and cons in mind, We can move forward and explore the question, is personality important? And the answer is emphatically, yes, it is. Let's talk about that. You may have noticed that different roles require different personalities to have optimal success. So here's a quick definition. Before we get started and looking at which dominant traits, dominant's not the right word because that's one of the traits, which of these personality traits would you want in a given role as being a strong one? So let me first give you some definitions of the four quadrant model. What is dominance? It's driven, goal-oriented, fast-paced, a direct communicator, and competitive. What is influence? Open, sociable, people-focused, wanting to include others, cautious, and collaborative. Now, that word influence used to be inclusion. And I really kind of like the older term because influence kind of leads people astray at times. Wait a minute, if I have a low score on that, does that mean I can't influence people? It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with how much of a social aspect you want in including others in what you're doing. That's what it comes down to. What about steadiness? Focused, caring, thoughtful, risk-cautious, change-cautious, and collaborative. And compliance. 
detailed, exact, precise, facts-focused, like the facts, the details, organized, and prefer structure. Okay, with those in mind, if you think about the people you may come in contact with, you want your accountant to be strong in compliance, facts and details, structure and organization. You want a leader to be strong in dominance, driven, goal-oriented, direct communicator, move things forward, right? What I've noticed is top salespeople tend to be strong in influence, open, sociable, people-focused, wanting to include others, expressive, collaborative. Administrative and customer support roles probably should be strong in steadiness. Focused, caring, thoughtful, risk-cautious, change-cautious, and collaborative. These are generalizations for sure, but I think you can see from the definitions of these personality traits, they're probably correct in a lot of cases. Another important note about this discussion on personality assessments. I never recommend using only one assessment to make any important decisions about employment, and I would extend that to say about your life. If you're an individual that's taking a personality assessment and you're doing it to understand yourself better and how to relate better to others and all of that, that assessment alone is going to be helpful, but there are other facets of yourself, or if you're in the workplace, other facets of other people that we can assess that would be even more helpful. So I just want to share that. And whether it's pre-hire or development, using only one assessment is a recipe for all kinds of problems, including in an organization, liability. You don't want to use just one thing to make an employment decision. Now, most organizations are not going to do that. I mean, there's common sense out there still, which is a good thing, right? It's the same for personal development. A well-designed group of assessments will provide the highest value in what are very important decisions and investments. In essence, once you understand different personality styles and how they show up in people, it raises your understanding level much higher. Here are some challenges that the application of personality assessments and some coaching and training along the way can likely overcome. Trying to decide What type of job is best for you? Finding candidates that are the right fit for specific roles. Turning dysfunctional teams into higher performing teams. Equipping leaders to become more impactful and effective. Overcoming communication challenges. Moving from silos to a more collaborative approach. Creating individual development plans that actually work. Building teams that have complementary strengths. Building communication and building conflict resolution skills. 
cultivating a feedback culture that enhances engagement and performance. Now that was a lot. Take a second and think about the dollars that are attached to each of those solutions. Let's go back and look at those. And I'm not going to go through all of them. How much does it cost if you hire the wrong person? Well, if you know more about the fit they have for the role through a personality assessment and other assessments, you have a much greater chance of a successful hire. And on the negative side, if you don't do that, your costs are probably going to go through the roof because turnover is incredibly expensive. All of the time, energy, resources, money, everybody that's involved in a hiring process, and then you got to do it all over again. Not fun. What about equipping leaders to be more impactful and effective? So many of the engagements that I have with clients started around a leader that was struggling. Think of the difference to the organization, to the leader, to the leader's team, and to the bottom line when you can turn that around. And what about yourself? Do you want a self-improvement plan, a developmental plan for yourself that actually works and you can understand why it's working and you can track progress? Well, that's what I'm getting at here. There's real value to be had through these assessments. But you say, it can't be that easy, right? Well, no, it's not just taking an assessment. But if you don't do that, then you'll never reach that next level of understanding and insight and start the journey to improving whatever it is you want to improve. There's an easy way forward here. Reach out to somebody like me who's certified in multiple types of assessments. And again, I'm going to stress that. Not just personality assessments and certainly not just one assessment, but personality, emotional intelligence or what is called EQ, cognitive assessments, competency assessments, hard skill assessments, soft skill assessments. There are so many different kinds of assessments that can be brought together in a customized fashion to provide the insights, information people need to make their very best decisions. So talk to somebody like me who does this. I want to add to that. I'm just adding this because I've seen what works and what doesn't. It also needs to be somebody that's got at least 20 years in business. I've got more than 35. But bottom line, that experience, that business acumen, combined with the knowledge of assessments and the ability to interpret what's being said in those assessment reports is priceless. It brings value beyond what can be tracked in a lot of cases. Let me give you a case study. I did a group project several years ago. In the one year that we were allowed to do the assessments and coach and train that group, We raised, helped raise, we didn't do it by ourselves, they did the hard work, but they increased their sales 28% and they doubled 
their net profit in one year. This is the power of assessments applied in practical ways. So as we talk about where do you go from here, and I don't mean to be self-serving in this. So if it came across that way, I'm sorry. Uh, Please forgive me. But I've just spent so many years watching people waste their time, their money, their efforts, their focus, their energy on this or that or, or whatever that just doesn't work. So that's why I'm, I'm being very direct about this. There are excellent ways to get the information you need, to get the insights you need, to talk to somebody who's been there, done that, I've worked with hundreds of companies and thousands of people over the years. And that's a kind of insight that is important and it adds value to the process. So there's a clear path forward here. If you have any of those challenges we talked about earlier, or if you simply want to know more about assessments and how they can help you, then I encourage you to continue exploring that. There are two tracks you should consider. One track for the workplace and one track for you as an individual. And that's your life. Uh, So on our website, very soon, it will say workplace and life. And we'll show you the, the pathway on each of those. Both of those provide insight and direction that's going to bring a lot of value. And it really doesn't matter Because our personal lives impact our work, and our work impacts our personal lives. It's all tied together. When we work with an individual or with people in an organization, we always, always start with assessments. And notice I say that in a plural. We start with a group of assessments customized for the needs of that individual or that group. We never use just one assessment. With the exception of a couple of our online courses, have one assessment that we ask people to take with it. But they're very specific for a very specific and practical purpose. The first assessment that we focus on in a feedback session with someone is our DISC, our personality assessment. Why? Because it opens the door for people to better understand who they are, their preferences, their tendencies, their styles. We talk about how they interact with others and how the information in their personality profile can be used in very practical ways. Here are a few things to consider when talking about personalities. You or someone else are not a label. So many of the personality assessments boil down to attaching a label to somebody. I don't like that. I don't like labels. We're talking about styles, preferences, and behavior. So I don't like people being labeled. What what is that? Like Enneagram, you're an eight or you're a three or whatever. On another one, you're a maverick. On another one, you're an SC. That's the disc. Personality is a combination of styles, tendencies, and behaviors, as we've said. Number two. Can personality traits and measures change? Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, many of the personality measures 
especially the ones we use, have an actual measure that's called an adaptive measure or an external measure. What is that? It's how you're taking your internal profile and adapting to your current environment. Number three, personality is not the only predictor of success for a specific effort or a role. It's helpful, but there's actually other measures such as EQ that are far more predictive of success. This is why I recommend you talk to someone certified as a professional assessor in multiple types of assessments. You get a much better holistic picture that way. And number four, if you see behavior in someone that does not align with what you know their personality to be, it is very likely they have things going on in their lives that you may not be aware of. It does not mean their personality has drastically changed, although on rare occasions that can happen uh, when someone experiences either something traumatic or, say, a life-changing event. But don't assume because you know someone else's personality profile that when their behavior changes that their profile has changed. They just may be under a lot of additional pressure or stress or things you may not know about. We're just scratching the surface in exploring personality assessments today and what they can do for you. If you're interested in learning more, I encourage you to continue to explore and discover what deeper insights in personality can do for you. There is an entire world of opportunities and insights ready for you to discover. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at eqfit.org.